In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Auction. Coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. Would you please uh, give, us, give us a bit of support by hitting the subscribe button, if indeed you do approve of our work. Perhaps a, a bit of support financially, if you're in a position to do so. Uh, anything, no matter how small, via Patreon or PayPal. Comments. Uh, if you want to make a constructive comment, um, you're more than welcome to do so. And um, I think the biggest thing we need are prayers. Yeah? Particularly in the light of what I'm going to discuss now. I've been asked on a few occasions, quite unexpectedly, by uh, groups of young people hanging around on corners to bless them as I walk past them. Now, not often, but it has happened. And I've heard priests talk about it. The reason being is that they had been at a party over the weekend and had been messing with a Ouija board. So I, I just want to talk about this in the most general way possible. Right? I would excuse the present generation of teenagers a lot because of the way in which we have failed them the way in which we have failed to catechise them, the way in which we have failed to talk to them directly. So I would excuse them a lot. But once you're told, you're told. And should any teenager somehow end up listening to this, at least they can't say they weren't told. Now, I'm, aiming, I'm, I'm saying teenagers, but this is happening at, 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 at many, many age levels. It is always undesirable to have any truck whatever with the occult with practices which claim to manipulate hidden powers claim to summon spirits no matter how crass naive no matter how silly sounding they are it is very likely sinful and quite possibly mortally sinful if you know what you're doing So I should not be doing it if I were you, if you're a Catholic. Now, let me just say that again with even more emphasis. I'm not trying to discuss this. Okay, so if you think I'm just going to stop at advice, you're mistaken. I'm speaking to you as a priest. Don't do it if you're a Catholic. Actually, don't do it if you're not a Catholic, but... You can do what you like. Um, but a Catholic should listen to the advice of a priest and even stronger than advice when it's based on Orthodox theology. No Catholic has any business dealing in seances or trying to contact the spirits of the dead. No Catholic has any Business dealing with Ouija boards, tarot cards, or anything of the kind. Some of these things are associated with the demonic, and some of them have been known to actually introduce the demonic into the lives of the people who get involved in them. Even once, in some cases. And for this, I cite the entirely reputable opinions of highly regarded priest exorcists. You can look them up. 
Probably Amorth is the most famous. Uh, Father Vincent Lampert, the American. American, isn't he? Not Canadian, American. Yeah, he, he's, he's become quite well known, I think, perhaps through Matt, Fad, Matt Frad and, and some other shows that he's been on. Good guy, understated, down to earth. So you should have nothing to do with that stuff. Nothing whatever. Now, you may think, listening to me, that this is a very arrogant priest to talk like this. Well, the doctor tells you you have to stop smoking. Is he arrogant? Is she arrogant? You don't have to stop smoking. You can keep smoking if you want. The doctor is telling you what to do if you wish to stay alive. I'm telling you what to do if you want to get to heaven. Better to the point, I'm telling you one thing that you shouldn't be doing if you want to get to heaven, and that's messing about with things you do not understand, but which understand you. Mm. You don't know this. Not, there isn't something watching you in all of this. And many people have discovered to their cost the, that something was indeed watching them and didn't go away when the game had finished. So I would strongly suggest to you that you absolutely have nothing to do, nothing of any kind to do with such material, with predictions of the future which are wrong. If somebody wishes to prophesy, if they think that they have received some sort of a message from God, by all means let them submit it to the judgment of, of a spiritual director first and ultimately of their diocesan bishop. But by and large, we do not expect to hear people talking about what is to happen in the future. It may happen. And they may, it may indeed be a message from God, but that's unusual. Going to mediums is out. And is often a way to introduce the demonic into your life. It's deadly because very many of these these mediums haven't, they have only the most limited understanding of what they're at and of how dangerous what they're at is. Now, it's not new. This stuff has always been around. It's always been around. It tends to become more popular in times in which religion goes down. So, for instance, it was very popular during the Renaissance. Okay, and it's very popular. It was very popular again in the 18th century, and it's very popular again in Western Europe and so on, Western world. Very popular. And it's understandable from a compassionate point of view. If you lose your faith, you're desperate, you have some sense that your beloved relatives may still be around. You're desperate to have some consolation. You're desperate to have some peace. But it is wrong to do so. It was very popular in the late 19th century. And Yeats, I think, through this famous Madame Blavatsky, was, was involved in seances and, and then... Yeats later was very interested in spiritual writing, in spirits writing through him and this kind of thing, and uh, discovered that his, his wife had a genius for it. 
women are clever dealing with men and I've always thought I've always wondered if she hadn't just gone along with it to shut him up it is very dangerous and sinful for a Catholic to knowingly and deliberately engage in any of this and why because we must trust in God we have faith we pray to God for the future but then we leave the decision to him we do not climb in the back window trying to rifle through the back rooms of heaven. Very often where you'll find yourself is quite a different place. Enter by the narrow gate, by the hard road, hmm? the road of faith, the road of doctrine, the road of orthodox and true faith, the road of scripture and tradition. The narrow road, the rocky road, the stony road, the narrow gate, the uncomfortable gate. Enter by that road, that gate, and no other. The gate to hell is wide, commodious, well-appointed, and a veritable multi-laned highway leads to it. And one of those lanes is called the occult. And I would stay well clear of it. Now, people will ask me stuff like, for instance, well, the Enneagram, for instance. I don't get as worked up about the Enneagram. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it's largely harmless. Where I, uh, That kind of, of, of typology of studying, uh, categorizing different personalities goes back to the ancients. You certainly have a Greek version of it, the characters of Theophrastus. You have, you, you, I think you have Roman versions of it. It's... Uh, that's been there for thousands of years. That's my understanding. Where it would lead to a problem is where you regard it as some sort of an alternative scripture. It's where you regard it as some sort of a, 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 a faux revelation. Now, I've heard some of these people who are really into the Enneagram. They explain everything by your nature, you're a three, you're a two, you're a one. They forget that some somebody, good people, but they maybe run the risk of forgetting is that people are ultimately known only to God. So all of that is a bit tricky, but I don't regard, let's say, the Enneagram in quite, in quite the same way. Maybe you disagree, maybe I'm wrong, you know, f- feel free to come, come back to me on it. I'm much more worried about the, the whole tarot card, um, seance, uh, Ouija board stuff. I really do not... I really have a bad feeling about that stuff and the church warns and warns against it. I would lump in with that astrology. And that brings us to the whole new age thing. Okay, look, if you like a nice crystal, I've nothing against a crystal. Have a crystal. You can have a crystal. Or you can have a lump of a rock. You can have whatever you like to to decorate your room. There's a problem when you start regarding the crystal as some sort of a source of power. Are you sure what power you're calling into your life? Will you be careful, please? A lot of the New Age stuff is a panic in the face of death. It's totally understandable because it's an age that's brokenhearted. It has lost its faith. It has lost its faith in many of, first and foremost, most fundamentally and profoundly in God, but also in the secular avatars of God, if you like. 
in those who were once respected and regarded. And since the 60s, it's been losing its faith in all of those. And so it turns to this stuff. Desperate. But that instinct is the remnant of faith. And it is wrong to try to satisfy it with such crude and unreliable food as that. If you have the remnants of faith, you need to start again with faith. The remnants of faith, even the remnants of faith, even the cold, mouldy leftovers of the meal of your faith may still implicate you and render you responsible before the court of eternity. If you have even a bit of it, you are answerable. From those to whom much is given, much is expected. From those to whom anything is given, at least something will be expected. And messing about with crystals and what have you, dodgy angels, it's not going to do it. And it may do the opposite. I'm trying to say to you, I suppose, do you remember Francis Thompson's, the, the, the Victorian poet? He was, he was a loud and nomadic drug addict. The Hound of Heaven. It's a famous poem. I, I'm sorry, there's only, there's only one way to do this. That's the path of Jesus Christ. And if he's after you, it may seem as if you're attracted to this or to that or to the other. It's him calling you. But how do you know that something else isn't standing in in his place? No, no, I'm calling you. I'm calling you. You don't know. You don't know for sure. So you must stay with the church. Right? Because the stragglers will be picked off first. Stay with the church. Be nourished by its tradition. Be nourished by its scriptures. Be nourished by its teachings. Go to Mass, take holy water. Wear a scapular if you see fit. Wear, wear a miraculous medal or a crucifix. Have an image of Our Lady in your room, bless your house and so on. Use what you have been given by the Church, which is an incredible arsenal of weaponry for life and against evil. For goodness sake, if you turn up to every arms fair going, you'll end up dealing with very shady characters. Be careful. That's all I'm saying. But that's a lot. Very strange out there. Be careful. You're always welcome at the fire. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen.